to absolutely anyone. We are so excited to be here. I'm Steph. I'm Ratch, and we are here with Andrew Schaefer, fake Jew is what he's also known as. He's an <laughs> author. Uh, we met via the social media. I read one of his books. And a fantastic he, book. A fantastic book, which we'll, of course, get into, but that's how we met. Um, and we invited him on the podcast, and for some reason he agreed, and he follows us on social media, and oh, we don't wait know Wait a why. minute, wait a minute, though. I'm, I have to clarify. I'm not oh, a no. fake Jew. Oh, I just don't correct. <laughs> I just don't correct people if they assume I am Jewish. So, so what does uh, that mean then? Well, we correct know, people if they of... assume we're Jewish. So what does that mean? Yeah, we're, not, we're like this could get dangerous real quick. <laughs> yeah, we're fake Gentiles. Yeah, that's what we do. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. So like I said, I was telling you before. I, I you know, I sometimes I pass if I'm in in New York. Uh, <laughs> I pass. I, I, I pass have, the test. I, I, I have I have a, a sort of a, a, a thickish Jewish sort of hair. If I let it go you for do. a long time, it, it yeah. becomes what's known as a Jewfro in yeah. uh, the community. And, the uh, community that you're not a part of, but it's that it's I'm, known that in the absolutely community. Absolutely not a part of. <laughs> right. And 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 so yeah. So when I when I go to New York, I. I People will nod at me on subways and stuff. It was really the first time I ever felt. I was like, I fit in. I fit in. I totally fit in. (laughs) These are my people. (laughs) And then I went to a a Jewish literary party and I I sort of outed myself because it got to the point where they're like, you should write for a magazine. And I was like, "Uh, does it matter if I'm not a Jew? (laughs) And all of a sudden it was just the screeching record player and I was just just, ever, just looking at me like, what? I didn't even know you were a Gentile. I mean, that's how, that's how non-Jewish I was. So, so I, yeah, I outed I myself it. there. But um, like I said, I, I'm. It's not. It's sort of uh, Czechoslovakian. I said it's the. It's the sort of non-religious, non-ethnic mm-hmm. sort of. Mm-hmm. In fact, in 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 Europe. Uh, Jews will tell Czech jokes. So Czech I mean, jokes. What's it? Okay, yeah. give us a Czech joke. You have to tell well, us. Well, it's now. just it's just that every group kind of has like another group they tell jokes about, mm-hmm. and so you know some people will say Polish jokes and and uh, you know and and I thought that you know the the Jews that I knew that I was like I, you guys don't pick on anyone right and they're like oh yeah no we will tell some Czech jokes you know. <laughs> really funny <laughs> you know I don't I don't I, do, I these are those jokes I never I could never commit them to memory mm-hmm. um but okay. they're always like you know it's two uh, two checks walk into a bar and you know it's, <laughs> what do two checks do in a bar <laughs> drink they drink and that's the end of the joke they're like oh, are you oh no. yeah yeah oh shoot I ruined it I'm sorry I just thought I thought that was like not the answer no that's that's hilarious crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, so I don't know. I don't. So it, that was what you know what started me on my long journey of mm-hmm. self discovery, and yes, then I actually course. had like one of those uh, DNA test results. Any um, Jew? No, I was really. It's, it's from the same. It's from the same. The same area, you know, in in um in Eastern Europe, but it's mm-hmm. just they're just like you're from the area, but you're not you're not Jewish. And I was like, I, I mean, I always thought a little bit like, because I do humorous books, I was like, I could be a little bit of the funny Jewish comedian in me or something. Yeah. I always mm-hmm. thought, I mean, growing up, I thought Jews were so funny. Uh, yeah. and, not and, anymore. and not anymore. <laughs> <laughs> you, growing up. 
Now that I've met some, you know, <laughs> yeah, I grew up in the middle of Iowa. The only juice you see on t you know, television were, you know, Jerry Seinfeld and right. and um, that was it. You know, that was it. Really, it was, wow. Is that where so, you grew up? You grew up in Iowa? Yeah, yeah. Um, and I usually say I didn't grow up in the middle of a cornfield. Um, just people kind of assume that, but that's what I was going to ask next. Um, <laughs> We had a Russian exchange student come over, and and I went to a school that was nicknamed Cowpie High because it was so close to, um, the, the so close to cattle, you could smell wow. it. Cowpie and High. Cowpie High. And we had this that, Russian that exchange student. That sounds like it smelled great. Right. And she was she was much more worldly than we all were, and she was like, "What are you going to do?" Um, <laughs> After prom, is everybody going to go to the cornfields and fuck? And like, and we're all like, you know what? That sounds like a, that sounds like a good idea. <laughs> no, if you've ever been in a cornfield, you know, first off, you don't want to be naked in a cornfield. Second right. off, prom's of in the spring. There's no corn in the spring. Oh. Um, so I was like, we go to the soybean field. And oh, of course, <laughs> naturally, <laughs> the soybean field. <laughs> you are very funny in person. I was worried you weren't going to be uh, funny, not for any particular reason, but sometimes because you, people you write like, really funny you're things. Like, I heard that he might be Czech, so I, I heard, I heard, and, and Stephanie was like, ah, Czech joke. <laughs> oh. <laughs> yeah, we got you good on that one. This is very oh, exciting. Dang it. God, I feel like this was meant to be the three yeah. of us just potting. Well, yeah, the four of us. Yeah, yeah. Are you including yeah. Shrek or are you including the pug that you uh, have? We have a pug here. I don't know if you can. Where is a it? A pug? Yeah. Uh, there it? we go. There, there okay. it is. Oh my gosh. I've got a couple of cats and a wife. Oh, around, you're a so cat guy. We like it. Up, yeah. yeah, you know what? I really wasn't. Uh, growing up, I didn't have pets. My my parents were like, you, you, you know, you're not the type of person to have a pet or something. I don't know. They just kind of like, <laughs> knew that. They just you know? blamed you as a non-tech uh, guy. I mean, what did they I think mean, you were going to like kill it? I think so. I, I don't know. No, they just didn't want to clean up after it. And they knew that I oh, wouldn't. It'd be too lazy. Fair. And then, yeah, and then fair. I grew up and I got a dog and I was like, oh, I don't, this is not for me because yeah. it, it was a lot more work than I thought. There were a lot and of work. So, yeah. And so was the first wife. And so I got rid of both of them. <laughs> <laughs> And so, and so then, 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 uh, my wife here, uh, Tiffany, she actually had two cats and that's how I sort of became like a, like you a just absorbed parent. them. Essentially. I just, yeah. So, yeah. So I really, didn't have a, it was just like, Ugh. they're around and yeah. you know, so, so that's how I sort of became in, but I was like, I wouldn't trade them for a dog though. At least not yeah. a large dog again. It was just like a lot yeah. of work. Dogs are um, a lot of work. Sure. We both it, had dogs. It would yeah. like ask for things to go outside. And yeah. stuff. And I'd be like, oh. And cats are like, let me kill myself in the closet. And you're like, okay, bye. I know. They're and like, they just leave. Like, why are you in the closet? And it's like, I feel sick. <laughs> now there's throw up in your loafers. And you're oh, like, yeah. yay. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Cat guy author. We we do want to ask you. Yeah, how did you how did you start with this whole author thing? Like you were like, wow, I'm literate, unlike Leah Michelle. I should probably you know write some <laughs> stuff. <laughs> yeah, um, I, I mean, uh, it was I've I've always wanted to write since I was a kid. Mm -hmm. um, I, I grew up in a family where where my mom, my grandparents would would read. Uh, not not all of the men in my family so much, but uh, mm -hmm. but all of the women read, and and I read too, and so. 
And so they knew there was something a little off about me. And, <laughs> and, and I always wanted to be, and I always just thought, oh, you, then you write your own stories because everybody at a young age writes their own stories, whether they think they right. do or not. They play with toys, they play with right. dolls and action figures, and you're writing your own story the whole time. And I just started, you know, eventually from there, just started writing them down. And then everybody I knew just stopped, stopped being creative at a certain point. Mm-hmm. And they sort of lose access to that. And, uh, and I just never had a, you know, a question that that's what I wanted to do with my life. Mm-hmm. Now it, it took a long time. I'm, I'm 43 right now. It took nice. a long time to get to the point where, you know, where I was, where I was making a living from writing and stuff, mm-hmm. but I've been doing it for 11, probably 11 years or so. What? Um, but I mean, I, there were a lot of years in there where I was just, where I was just like, I give up, I, you know, I was just yeah. writing, I was writing short stories that were sort of like Philip Roth, because again, it goes back to me impersonating a Jewish, uh, author, you know, <laughs> I, I was writing these stories about being divorced and living in the suburbs and I hadn't even been divorced at that point. It was just <laughs> separated, <laughs> but you were like, I, yeah, I was soon just like, to be divorced. Are, <laughs> these are, I did, I did, I was trying to write serious literature. And I hear this from a lot of writers that write end up writing funny stuff like, oh, I didn't know I was allowed to write something funny because mm. I went, I, you know, I took I took classes at the Iowa Writers Workshop, which is like, this is serious literature. You know, mm. you shouldn't be laughing at this. Right. And mm. uh, and I just yeah. And that really killed like, you know, any sort of that's a great way to kill interest in in a future career. But I had enough teachers that would say, hey, you could probably do this if you wanted to just stop trying to write this you know this overly serious crap right. right and i was like but it you know philip roth does it you know <laughs> you're roth not philip it. roth um you know and, and my you. first name wasn't jonathan so i just <laughs> wasn't sure where i fit in the literary fiction field and it wasn't yeah. until i started writing sort of funny stuff that you know i i ended up selling it so right yeah, that's, that's a great answer. I mean, we're both, you know, we do comedy and that's that's how Stephanie and I became really good friends. We've known each other, you know, over 10 years, but we, um, you know, have bonded over comedy. And I think people don't always take comedy seriously, but like it is like, a, mm-hmm. it's not a serious profession, but it is like a real thing. And I think yeah. that gets like mixed up, but like people love to read funny shit you know yeah and and i would have i would have gone into like comedy like into stand-up or something if uh if it wasn't for the fact that i at the time i couldn't stand um secondhand smoke like every (laughs) every every comedy club just smelled horrible back in the day i mean they still smell horrible but but they really smelled uh, the cigarette smoke was really bad and i was just like oh i just i can't see myself like eking out a living in these dirty like bunkers you know they're always like the comedy hole in (laughs) you know in cedar rapids iowa where i grew up whatever it was called penguins comedy club but oh my god i mean uh i I just spent a lot of time there i would do like amateur nights and stuff and it was not it was it was a lot of fun but i just i was like i can't do this i i just can't uh yeah I, i I was just coughing too much. <laughs> <laughs> That's the funniest answer for somebody not pursuing their stand-up career. <laughs> yeah, I feel like I've heard a lot of like really funny, like ah, I'm not doing stand-up anymore because of this, since we used to do like comedy club in college. Yeah. And yours is oh, by yeah. far the best answer. Just second answer. Yeah. 
<laughs> well, you know, it was also it was also the fact that I was just like another like another white dude, um, another straight white guy, and every single person that got up there would kind of do the same sort of jokes. Yeah. And whenever someone got up there that wasn't a straight white guy, they kind of had a different um, viewpoint, and they would kind of hit different funny beats and whatnot. And since I wasn't even Jewish, I was like, "What am I doing up here? <laughs> can't pull that card now. Can I just you? can't pull that card anymore." And so, no, I would just get up. And, and I was like, oh, what am I, you know, what's my point of view? And nobody has a point of view when they're 20 years old, you know, yeah. mm -hmm. but I didn't know that at the time. And I was just, I was just kind of flailing like, oh, that guy over there with MS, he has a really great point of view. <laughs> uh, oh my uh, goodness. You know, he really did. <laughs> he really did have a good point of view. <laughs> um, oh, that's funny. That's, yeah, no, I, I, yeah. I really, I really like to have y'all done stand up then and yeah. besides your sketches and whatnot. And... Yeah, yeah, we've done, we've done a fair share of stand up. Um, we actually started a mostly Rachel started a stand up club in Reno where we went to college. Reno. Um and yeah. um you know yikes <laughs> i know it was hard to find um non just straight white guys who wanted to join the club so we get straight what you're, white men what you're do, talking about they do love stand-up and i was all for it unless they were racist and then they oh, yeah. were not allowed to perform and they'd be like why can't i perform and i'd be like you say the n-word way too much garrett you can't you can't come on stage i'm sorry man yeah a couple no, of wild cards uh, I never, I never thought about going that far, you know. I was like, I was Most like, maybe. Most people don't. <laughs> well, you know, <laughs> I was like, I felt, I just felt like if you were gonna go down that path, you had to. There, it was, you know, all this edgy Louis C.K. Right. Uh, type stuff, um, and then most of these guys ended up being fucking creeps yeah so um I don't know Weird I just, how that happens. <laughs> and, and and then and then a lot of the guys that I knew, you know, from from just for hearing from behind the scenes stuff were creeps and i was just like i don't want to except for except for emo phillips yeah. um he was i remember when <laughs> he he actually uh he he brought a uh i think it was a flute or something no maybe an oboe it was some type of <laughs> it was some type of thing and he was like i need like six hours a day uh in the club by myself to practice this <laughs> and and uh and so all of the comedians that were there that were that did like open mic stuff and we were all like what is this dude doing he's just you know and uh just and oboeing <laughs> i know and then i was like this is this is this guy has a point of view definitely <laughs> <laughs> oh but, but he, he was in that evil voice like you guys Oh, this is weird. Um, I don't know. I thought you just you had to have an angle or something, and I just didn't have one. And so, you know, then it took me, you know, 10, 15 years to find my angle, even as a right. writer. Um, I was like, I just want to write funny stuff, but that's really not quite enough, you know? Um, it, 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 it used to be um, those good old white days, you could just- Those good old white days, just being a guy in a dark just room a writing a novel. Uh, I know, you could just be like, ah, it, it's all about, I was masturbating and then, <laughs> like all these, like I said, these Philip Roth books, like he, like, it's like, wow, you're the first guy to masturbate in an alley, right? <laughs> um, and so, you know, it, it just, 
this whole acting like astonished by yourself i was just never i think i just had low self-esteem i guess you could mm. say that uh, makes the best have, comedians though it, it I does have, i didn't have that, that white power self-esteem where no. you're just like just like snorting it off the back of a toilet seat or something you're like, oh man uh and do no wrong um but i just i just never i never had that i was like no. i was like oh you guys need to shut up and, and listen more <laughs> I know. I know. Well, it's never too late if that makes you feel any better. I mean, not that we're here to console you. This isn't like a therapy session, but oh, um, surprise. You know, <laughs> uh, no, uh, to, to embrace my whiteness or to do the stand up. You no, know, the stand up. Uh, what actually happened was um, now when I do book readings, there's sort of like little stand up. Uh, things that oh, I that's do. like where you try and, your material yes and and i have and Love i'll it. do and for each book i've done usually like 20 to 25 readings now by the at the very beginning it's a little rocky by the end of it i've got a solid 15 <laughs> to 20 minutes of stand-up material and it's and and by the end of it i'm not even reading from my book anymore and i'm like this is what i want to do this is all i want to do i don't want to write i just want to do this and then i'm off the road you know yeah and I'm like, oh dang now i gotta go back and write another book if i want to go do that again oh so, my god well you you totally don't need yeah. to i think hold on i think that's your angle it's like all these like i mean i go to like open mics because i live in los angeles and like mm-hmm. i go to like open mics and stuff and you know or just like just go see like you know amateur stand-up shows and i mean these people have no perspective at all you know what yeah. i mean no angle at all but Call like none of them as far as i know and all the shows i've seen i've never seen anyone who's an author that has a book and is just trying and riffing their material yeah I, 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 I will the the funniest stuff that i write you know if i read something it'll be like an excerpt or something but i'll keep revising it throughout the whole tour and by the end of it that that excerpt will be great it would be so much better than what's published and and people will <laughs> you know get i gotta the rewrite the book idea of, of how funny the book is and i'm like oh i wish you didn't have to read this because no. I, it's really funny in my head now um and people will come up to me and they'll be like oh Oh, you're so funny. And I'm like, stop it. Stop it. Um, so, so yeah, I, I'm the total opposite of like, like my wife is like, she doesn't like to do, um, you know, book readings and st- I mean, she, she does them, but it's not like her main thing. I'm just like, I write. And then just so I can go get to do this other stuff, <laughs> which is why it's really sucked during COVID because, um, you know, people are like, Oh, that must be great. You get to write all the time and blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, no, I, I really labored during COVID on, on books. And I, it was not a, it was not a good time because yeah. I was like, I know at the end of this, I'm not going to get to go out anywhere and do a reading. I'm just going to sit here and watch the, the books sell 10 20 copies or something i don't know right. it was it was just right. depressing yeah of course i think you should just go on a fake book tour and like <gasps> pretend you write a book yes. like cover yes. an existing book in like a new cover right just print out one cover and then you just read things oh, that's your stand-up but See? like oh, no i like th- i like this uh, now he's in the uh, shrek pose so i think that means that was good advice yeah no yes. I'm, I'm thinking <laughs> I'm, I'm thinking thinking yeah the, uh just a fake but why why do i have to write the book first why couldn't i just do the book tour do the tour yeah the andrew and then, schaefer you know, book yeah not book tour mm-hmm. not book tour yeah not book tour <laughs> i think that would actually be book really in progress tour book in progress because you already have oh. other books like you're like people are like oh he's legit like he's got like all these other books 
yeah, they'll never know that this one doesn't exist. They'll, they'll be never like, know. Oh, yeah. Where's your new one? I'd be like, I don't, I don't. They didn't get any oh. copies in here. <laughs> yes. Are you? In- <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> My mother's in here. That looks We're like doing Shrek. a Shrek. I'm sorry. Oh no! Yeah, I know. She's aged quite a lot. <laughs> you know, COVID did her dirty. Oh my um, goodness! No, my mother just very... <laughs> my mother in a bathing suit just walked in here and was I did just not like, "See that?" Well, that's why you know, and I'm really glad we did this virtual background thing. I thought, oh, this will be a little weird for the podcast with a guy. Right. You know, we haven't officially met, but you know what? That would have been weirder. So I think that the, 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 I that was just great. Heard a noise and I turn around. She's just squatting down. Yeah, she was looking for the pug, but we have the pug. So. It did. It'd be totally normal. Yeah, I should have said at the beginning that I have COVID right now too. So, Do you? Um, yeah, I finally oh got goodness. it a couple of years. How do you feel? Oh, I feel great. I've actually had it for I don't like eight days, and I got better a couple of days ago. But I still tested positive today. Oh, and they shit. say, "Oh, don't worry about that. That just means that the tests aren't working really well or something." And I'm like, <laughs> "Oh." Well. And then you go open mouth, kiss everyone you see on the street, and you give them a little tongue, and you're like, Ugh. "I don't know. I just yeah. I I was like I avoided it for so long, and then just to get it like right at the end, it just felt like I don't Betrayal. know." Well, I know. Sad. I was like, what did it, what was I hold, I was holding out for this? It was not fun, actually. Where do you think was, you got it? I'm kind oh, of I know. Um, my wife got, she went to a book convention in England and she wow. picked it up there. Black classic, Hood, classic, like wife, classic Island. second wife shit. Oh my God. Uh, second, yeah, exactly. And she, <laughs> she picked it up, she brought it home and it's, just, but it's this really, you know, nice British variant, you know, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> pretty it comes with tea and crumpets (laughs) pretty chill um so we yeah we we've just been like laying around moaning for you know and and (laughs) moaning just uh the cats sorry to hear that yeah i i I don't know have you guys gotten it yet oh yeah i I got it she got it you haven't gotten it i have i have yet well i've yet to test positive i get tested once a week for work so I got it. I went to a Christmas party and they were like, all right, everybody's vaccinated. Everybody's testing before they go in. They're like, Mm -hmm. don't worry. Don't worry. Nobody wear a mask. It's everything's fine. And then every single person at the party got COVID. And I was like, that's great. Hot shit, right? Oh, but it's yeah. no you know, British book convention, so yeah. <laughs> I know you probably got some crappy American version. Yeah, <laughs> not this. Yeah, we we got the good one, but uh, <laughs> and, and it's funny because the week before that, I went to a state fair here in Kentucky, um, nice. and there was like one person wearing a mask at this entire state fair out of of thousands and thousands of people. And I was uh, working at a booth there and not, not pitching my books or anything. This was (laughs) just, just at a booth. I'm like, I'm the guy at the booth. (laughs) This was, this is, yeah, yeah. Hey, come over here. I guess you wait for a nickel. No, and it was, uh, it was uh, it was a Red Cross volunteer thing, uh, oh, which is nice. sort of like yeah, the one really nice. thing I do to make it seem like I care, you know. Right, of course. Um, and and you got to you just got to check that box. Of and, course. And everybody yes. there, it was it was so dis- it was just so disturbing to see so many people um, together and with animals. And I did see a pig <laughs> with sunglasses on. I saw, I just saw stuff that I just was so disturbing. 
Um, yeah. I was like, this is great. I go, I gotta, I'm gonna come back tomorrow. <laughs> and then the next day I got COVID and I'm like, no. Oh, oh. shit. No. God, that's so go. disappointing. Well, at least you got it now though, because good transition. You are a spooky season guy and you yes. are very into all of that. So it could have been worse. You could have gone out like five days before Halloween and then. That's true. It's ruined. Yeah. Oh, ruined just, I mean, is there anything spookier than cope and just coughing on on children oh, as they come? True. That's true. <laughs> Here's your Snickers. <laughs> I tell you, I I got I I usually I do I usually go a little bit overboard with Halloween and and it mm-hmm. often has ended in 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 a little bit of trouble for me. Really? Um, How I, so? Yeah, I one year I bought a bunch of children's costumes, uh, like maybe three, four year old children costumes, and then I padded them out with newspapers and laid them face down in the yard (laughs) with with like with with spilled bags of candy next to them (laughs) and like knives in their back. It was a gruesome, gruesome scene, and uh. Yeah, I, I was. I had to take those down. According um, to who? According to who? We would love those. Like yeah. people's parents. Like people's parents were just like, we're not going into that yard. What's happening? <laughs> what I happening? hear is that you had awesome decorations and you saved a lot of money on candy. That's what I'm hearing. I know, I know. That's and then true. I was, and then I was dressed up as Santa Claus, and that <laughs> really confused a bunch of children. And <laughs> like, where's my calendar? <laughs> I know. I, I, just, I just, yeah, I just, every, there, yeah, there were, oh boy, there's just so many, so many awful, awful things. And there was a, there was one year with a possum, but uh, <laughs> it wasn't alive. Um, well, naturally it was dead. We, we assumed. Yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. So I just, I've just always gone a little bit overboard with Halloween. That's like some people totally spend fair. a lot of money for Christmas. I'm like, the yearly Halloween budget has to be probably $1,000 at least for, for yeah. decorations of and candy and all this kind of stuff. It's yeah, just we so, know that. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I just, I just don't, I just don't drink pumpkin beer anymore. That's oh, my that's one funny. sort of pumpkin thing. thing that I just don't do because okay. I went to a fair. pumpkin beer festival in uh, Seattle, and they had a giant pumpkin that they hollowed out and filled with beer, and then they wow. they tapped it, and you were just pouring out beer into your glass with all the little seeds and the the little stuff, and oh my God, that just drinking disgusting. it. Oh, and, that's awful. And I don't remember exactly what happened, except that when I got back to the hotel, my wife was at the hotel. Uh, it was just a couple blocks away. And she was already asleep and she got up and she says, why is there blood all over the bathroom? And I said, it's not mine. <laughs> it must be someone else's. <laughs> which was, which was just not something someone that's either sober or in their right mind should say. Um, it, it of course was my blood. What had happened was they also had a pumpkin carving contest at this beer oh festival. Oh my God. And the, the, they had those cheap little tools and the the tool broke and it went into my in my hand. <gasps> so yeah. and so I was just bleeding all over. And she's like, "Whose blood is it?" I was just trying to make up a story. Just like, anybody. I, I, <laughs> some other kids. I don't know whose blood that is. 
What do you? What are you going for Halloween uh, for this year? Because we, we we always plan our costumes like three years in advance usually. Yeah. You haven't done it this year, oh, but we want to know what I you're just, going as. I, I never do. I really don't do. Uh, it's all about the, the mood and the atmosphere. Mm. Uh, I don't really do a, a costume myself most years. Interesting. Um, so I, it's very just ironic. I, well, you know, I just kind of, I kind of, I kind of, it's me dressing down to just be myself and then this kind of craziness all around. So no one will really suspect it. Um, I forget, <laughs> what did I do last year? I, oh, I scared a lot of kids last year. They <laughs> were, oh, I had, I had a, um, my, my little uh, raccoon. Um, oh, um, a raccoon. Uh, just hold on a second. Talk amongst yourselves. <laughs> oh, okay. We will do. <laughs> okay, we have five minutes and 54, 53 seconds left All on right. the Zoom. We're too cheap to pay for Zoom. Um, okay, he's back. So Hello. I have hey. this super realistic oh, yes. stuffed yes. raccoon. Love it. And, and I was just sitting there on our front porch just petting it like this and, <laughs> and it would snap at kids <laughs> <laughs> candy. Uh, and and uh and yeah and then i got in trouble with that and i got in trouble with this on a zoom call people thought it was real on like a zoom call oh. i was doing i did a reading like my one reading on zoom i did the zoom call and i was petting it and they're like what is that and i'm like it's just my pet raccoon and i was like so anyway you guys uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god did you just i threw it over my shoulder like did you just kill that and i'm like no he's already he dead he's already dead <laughs> oh wow well andrew i i have had a lovely time chatting with you but as uh we mentioned when you were gone we're too cheap to pay for beyond 40 minutes on zoom yeah so we're gonna have to wrap up soon but i want to ask while we're on here what do you want to promote for our Potentially four listeners that will listen to this. Uh, well, I mean, anything, uh, anything. My at all. new, my new line of uh, raccoon jerky uh, <laughs> should be coming out this fall. Um, no, you know what? I, I never, I, I don't like to, I don't like to promote stuff. Really? Um, That's no, like the I, only well, reason I'm, people hit us up. To, I mean, we invited you here, but yeah, it's the only reason people message us. <laughs> That's um, interesting. No, you know what? I don't. I don't. Uh, what do you guys have to promote? Well, this, this, this podcast. Oh, is this the show? Oh, this is a show. Okay, yeah. yeah. No, you know, I've I've done a, I've done a lot of I did a lot of podcasts where where I just I just try to see how far I can get without talking about you know they're like hey where can people find you online I'm like just Google me I was in the Washington <laughs> Post a couple of days ago that's kind of you know uh, in the style section. Nice. Um, they, they, it was actually a story on uh, Joe Biden's low approval ratings and where have all his fans gone. And so one of my books was about uh, Joe Biden and Barack mm -hmm. Obama solving yes. mysteries together. Yes. And my next book is actually going to be Bernie Sanders solving a mystery. Oh, my wow. God. So I've sort of moved on to another politician. And so they wanted to talk to me at The Washington Post about this. And they they were like, well, send a photographer over to your house. And I was like, okay, I don't, I don't. And so I found like a Joe Biden sweatshirt that I had. And then I put on these um, American flag yoga pants that I bought on Amazon for, for, for like $8. And they printed like the entire, like the entire top of one, a page in oh the newspaper uh, this week was just me in my American flag yoga pants. Right. Right. And oh I was like, God. why would 
What <laughs> is this slow news week or what is right. this? <laughs> hey, you know what? You're patriotic. I, I know. Patriotism. Oh my gosh. And these, these were, oh, they were just, they were just horrible. My wife actually came home and she's like, were you wearing those for the <laughs> Oh my gosh. Cause they were skin tight. I, I, I'm imagining it. I Please well, send us a picture and that's yes. how we'll promote that. Yeah. 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 I don't know. It was just, it was just horrible that I was like, this is me in the style section. Um, <laughs> That's good promotion. Yeah. That's yeah. Solid. So, uh, you know, I'm promoting this new line of uh, menswear that uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, menswear and raccoon jerky is Ugh. kind of. I got to branch out from that writing because, oh my God, it's so boring. You just sit around and you write. Right. Actually, right. I've been working on this Bernie book for like 18 months, which oh, is the longest I've ever worked. On. I usually only work on something about six months. If it goes longer than six months, I just toss it. I'm like, I'm not doing this. Um, well, we'll, have, you know, because, we'll have you back on to promote yeah. it then. Because, we, I mean, I, I did I did kind of like getting into the mind of, I mean, Bernie Sanders, also Jewish. Yes. Um, yeah, so you were like, I know, like I know some of this. Not also like me, but also right. like, you know. Um, and so, uh, you know, that was, a, you know, an experience of uh, right. getting used some of my uh, background. Um, well, Andrew, I, I hate to cut you off. It says but we have, 113, we have, 112. They give we, you like, it's, oh my gosh. It's well, it says for us we have less than a minute and I'm like my heart's like racing right now. I want I want to have you do the sign off and we're going to have you on a million more times because you're okay, fucking yeah, hilarious. Yes. You're very what's, funny. What, you're very funny. The, a titty ta ta. Oh, no. It's a titty ta ta. A titty ta ta. A titty ta ta.